Nice podcast. It's hard for me not to laugh every time I hear that, <laughs> but I, I still love it. On that, note, um, hello everyone. Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. We both of us have finished Ghost of Tsushima, so we've got our thoughts on that. Plus, Fall Guys is out. Um, and and free on PlayStation right now. Yeah, free with PlayStation Plus until the end of the month, which is uh, about what twenty days, ten days or so. It's nineteen. Yeah. Um, Wait. Now they so, know that we edit that they're all, not me. I don't know how I can't edit that you edit these like a day later. Yeah, because it's like ten o'clock at night almost. I'm not. And by the time we're done recording and done talking, it'll be like eleven. Yeah. And I don't feel like editing at eleven at night. But um, so we're gonna go through. We're gonna go through. Uh, all the mini games in Fall Guys sort of break them down and give our opinions on those because we've been playing that a decent amount. The ones we hate. Uh, and then around. we've, yeah, yeah. There are some that we hate. I hate slime climb. Definitely. Yeah, uh, slime climb is frustrating. Um, and then we've got some some pretty big news. Uh, but I just want to start out the podcast by saying, what have you been playing, Josh? Uh, well, after I beat Ghost of Tsushima, since it reminded me of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I am playing through that. I've got about 80 hours into it. And, yeah. Then I'll probably nice. go back to playing all of the other ones that are replaying or playing for the first time. Because I have them all, I just haven't beaten some of them. I right. need to beat... Uh, shoot! What was the third one in Ezio's collection? Revelations. Revelations. Yeah, Revelations. I need to be that one. Then I need to get on to three. I'm kind of excited to restart three. I don't know why. I sort of stopped in the middle of Revelations uh, and started playing other stuff. I need to get back to that because I was going through and playing them all too. Um. So I've been playing. Uh, Oh, let's see. I started. Well, we've both been playing Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. We're um, not good. No, but that's okay. We're beginners. There are people that have like eight hundred hours in the game. I still have a problem so, with the Khajiit race. They have proficiency in pickpocketing, and they have giant meaty hand claw things. And I don't think you're that just would mad on proficiency. You're just mad because you think that you can't rock a giant cat costume or skin one of our characters looks like keanu reeves so and it's not yours well my character looks like uh james corden and cats so who's the real winner uh me because i've certainly made keanu reeves okay um <laughs> you know what i think I think that this is a perfect opportunity to use the soundboard. Go ahead. I was just telling time. <laughs> the soundboard doesn't <laughs> want to work. That's okay. I was going to play the, the Pokemon battle theme, but because we were sort of fighting. But uh, then I started Horizon today because I want to beat it in time I for the... Uh, for Forbidden West. I need to just get 
onto a binge play and play a bunch of things because once Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed Valhalla come out, those are all I'm going to play for a few days. So I need to finish all of Assassin's Creed, basically. And I need to get Cyberpunk done. Not Cyberpunk, shoot. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, I've been... uh, Let's see, I've been playing that. I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys. Um, a platinum Rocket League, and I'm sort of slowly working on the platinum for Spider Man. I but, like platinum Spider Man; it's great. Yeah, it's sort of grindy after you've beaten the game because you just gotta go through and get all the like. I've gotten all the backpacks, but you have to go through all the research stations and all the uh, all the demon hideouts, all the thug. Crimes. And that also helps you upgrade your stuff and buy new suits. And you right. need the and there's trophies for buying all the suits and stuff. Are you right. gonna try to get the hidden suit? I I don't know yet, man. Do you know what I'm talking about or no? No. I, I feel I like it. I've heard about it. Like so there are like I think it's fifty secret picture options, and if you take all fifty of those, you get a secret suit. It's Peter Parker in jeans and an ESU t-shirt with a Spider-Man mascot. That's pretty cool. Um, I feel like I have heard of that. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing. Um, I guess we can, uh, we can move on to the next topic. Do you want to, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Ghost of Tsushima. Right. Um, do you have any, do you want to, do you want to start off the review with any thoughts? I, I liked the game. Uh, the campaign or story, whatever you want to call it, people call it different things is shorter than I first thought, but there's also a bunch of stuff to do in the open world, like, uh, the side quests and the other side quests but are better because they give you techniques or armor which i did right. all but two of i mainly focused on those at the beginning because my main concern throughout the entire game was the different armors give different buffs so i want to get all the armors so i can figure out which one i want to use hey everyone just a fair warning uh we get into some spoiler territory for ghost of tsushima here in the next couple of minutes so just skip ahead if you don't want to hear that so then yeah. I did that. And I remember for the longest time, I just used the Ronin attire until I got the Clan Sakai armor. Because I liked that the Ronin attire gave extra damage. And I'm like, I like that. Then I got Sakai armor and it did extra damage and increased my health. Then I got the Ghost armor. And then I wore that for my boy Tonka, who is sadly no longer here. But it's okay. Yeah, uh, I, I do want to ask you... What you did, uh, what was your final decision in the game? Because, oh, the killer, the Shimura, Shimura yeah, so so for people that uh, that don't know, I'm gonna put a spoiler alert uh, before we start getting into all this, all right? But for those of you that don't know, the last mission in the game, I think it's the last mission, anyways. Um, it's the last thing you do. Yeah, you basically, uh, Lord Shimura your uh, has your uncle who is going to adopt you. 
but did and not name you because as heir to his clan and make you the next Jito of the island. Yeah, he was like, all right, you know what? Screw all that. Uh, samurai code is more important. Um, and then he was told, who was he? Who told him to kill uh, Jin? Oh, the uh, shogun. Th- yeah. So he was told by the shogun to kill Jin. Um, so there's this big battle. You fight him at your family then- cemetery. In front of your father's grave. Right. Um, and then, like, once you, once you beat him in the battle, you, you have two decisions. You can either walk away and let him live or kill him. I'm going to go ahead and say that I killed him because... I left him alive. Okay. I want to... What happened when you left him alive? Did you just walk away and that was it? Oh, you say something and then walk away and leave him there. Okay. So it doesn't impact uh, the ending I don't think either all. option impacts anything, really, just... Other than your emotions. Yeah. Because I don't think you can find Lord Shimura just out and about in the world if you leave him alive. Right. The only thing I know that's the big difference between the two besides him living or dying is you get a die for the ghost armor. If you leave him alive, you get a red arm, a red die for the ghost armor. I can't remember the names of them, but you get that basically turns all of it red. And then I haven't seen one you get for killing him, but then it turns all everything on the ghost armor white. Right. So I killed him because... I, I thought, man, this dude's a bad guy because he's willing to kill the his his nephew that he was go- going to adopt just because the shogun said to do it. And he broke the samurai code or whatever. Yeah, he broke the samurai code, but like he saved your life multiple you times. Back then, that was something to be, like they took very seriously. No, I understand that, but it's still, I take, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I take video games very seriously. That's the best example I could come up with in on the spot. But if someone came up to me and said, all right, I've got one bullet in my gun. It's either I shoot your PlayStation or I shoot your family. Which one do you think I'm going to choose? Which one would you choose, Hunter? Isn't it obvious? Well, let, let's just say that I'm, I'll, I'll be able to keep enjoying Ghost of Tsushima. No, I'm kidding. I would obviously choose the PlayStation because I'm not devoid of basic human emotion, unlike uh, Lord Shimura. So, although, with that being said, I still made the decision... To kill him, and he was my uncle. So, I don't know. It's complicated. It's tricky. Something I want to say before I forget. According to the caretaker lady, the old lady who's at your family's estate and everything, uh, she said Jin was a lot like his father, 
when they were riding and going to different things to get flowers for the darts and stuff, saying mm-hmm. that his father would bend the rules of the code and stuff and well, didn't agree with it too much. Hmm. I just thought that was interesting when I heard it. That is my interesting. My father, my son, you know? Yeah, that's true. And in my mind, it drew an interesting line between Lord Shimura and Jin's actual dad, whereas Lord Shimura wants him to stop doing all of this and go back to being a full-blooded samurai, basically, and live and breathe the code, pretty much. Whereas Jin's real father, from what we've been told by this old caretaker lady, who I thought was his mom at first for some reason, or his grandma, I did too. It's a curse for some reason. Um, I thought it was his mom. Jin's dad probably would have been proud of him and supported him. Like, you have to do what you have to do to save the island. They have studied our tactics. They know how we fight. We don't know how they fight, but they don't know how you fight. Jin, son, my child, my first and only born, if that makes any sense. Dude, he... This is what I'm going to say about all that. Jin, save the whole freaking island of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have been able to do that, abiding by the samurai code. Mm-hmm. Didn't Shimura acknowledge that it would have been almost impossible for Jin to rescue him from the first Yeah, when he saved him. Did. Yes. Yeah. That's what drove me insane about all that. Jin was the only samurai on the island, and he had to free Lord Shima. Gosh, now I acknowledge oh, now you're making me regret to my decision. Save me, but now that I'm free, you can go back to being a samurai. Hmm, that's true, man. So, so Lord Shima. Only, oh, that's complicated. So Lord Shimura only was like, all right, yeah, that's cool. Break the samurai code whenever his life was in danger. But then whenever he was free and it was just the island that was under threat by the Mongols. At the same time, you have to think as Lord Shimura would. He was probably the only one who could have gotten into contact as fast as he did with the Shogun and be like, hey. The Mongols are invading, and we need backup now because there are only two samurai left on the island, and we need help. If we don't get help, then they will take the island and come for the mainland next. And if it was basically just Jin to send that, it might not have gotten to the Khan as fast and stuff, and Lord Shimura had the connections to get it out of the island when... They had blockades set up. There's a lot to unpack there, basically. So here's what I'm wondering. Do you think it's possible to beat the the whole game like only following the samurai code? No, because you have to assassinate someone to progress with the game, if I'm not mistaken. And this is That's what I was thinking, too, but I couldn't imagine or I couldn't remember any specific points but yeah it might be in the tutorial whenever you're sneaking through yeah because uh you have to do it well what about like after after you save lord shimura 
because he's he knows what you've done up to that point. Then if you just listen to him and stop disobeying the code, I wonder what would happen. I doubt anything would change. I doubt it too, but like, what if there's a whole secret ending? I know, that but that's an interesting challenge to try though, for right. people who like to add challenges to games. Have you seen the guy, this is completely unrelated, but have you seen the guy that uh, that's playing GTA Five without firing any weapons? No. Like, he's trying to beat the whole game without firing any weapons. That's interesting. Yeah, and he's yeah, made oh. it, like, he's made it up to the mission uh, where where Michael is, is taking, like, something, the thing to give to that Martin Madrazo guy out of the boat or whatever. So that's pretty far along in the game. Or at least that's as far as I know that he's made it because that's the video that I watched. Yeah, so is um, it just firing a gun or firing a weapon? Firing a weapon. Okay, because that raises a bunch of interesting questions. Then. And he it can't, like, throw grenades either. I think the the actual, and I might be mistaken, I might be completely wrong, I think the actual challenge is not to directly kill anyone. Mm. I think. So use the so, environment to kill people. Right. So what he he does, like, there are people on boats, and uh, he he has to uh, run as Trevor up the side of the cliff up to the street and call the police. And the people are shooting at him from the boats, uh, and there are helicopters that come in. And, like, <laughs> I think how he ended up beating it was he just got really lucky because so the, the cops were able to take out two of the boats, and I could be completely wrong about this, but... The cops were able to take out two of the boats. There was one more boat left and a helicopter. They shot down the helicopter. They weren't able to shoot down the or shoot the other boat because it was like out of the way or something. They shot down the helicopter and it fell right onto the boat. Which was Ooh. sort of insane. <laughs> but that's completely off topic. Um so Having finished Ghost of Tsushima, uh, do you think you'll ever go back and play it again? I'm because not. I know I definitely will. It depends. There is a good chance that I might, just because I didn't explore the open world that much, and I right. didn't do the two um, side quests that give you techniques or... Yeah, I just had techniques mm -hmm. left. It was, I had the one where you could set the sword on fire. And... Spinning death thing, maybe? Um, it might My be main focus was just the main story. Um, My entire main focus, for as far as side stuff went, was getting all of the armors just so I could figure out which ones did what. Choose right. which one I would use for the rest of the game. And then... Upgrade that as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so, final thoughts. Uh, amazing game. Amazing story. Um, the only complaint that I can think of, and this is just because I don't want to, like, give every game that I play a perfect score, 
But the only complaint that I can think of is that the uh, the graphics, while they are like the environments are beautiful, the characters are kind of, especially like the facial expressions and stuff, are kind of lacking. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you do you agree with that? Like, I think it's just, I don't even think it's that bad. I think it's just after playing Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just hard to go back to uh, sort of bland facial expressions and stuff on the characters. I don't know, I guess. But speaking of Last of Us 2, segueing. Oh, good segue. That. Yeah. So. <laughs> Last of Us, well, even before we get into that, uh, if you we scale 1 to 10, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, eight and a half to nine. I don't... I'm going to give it a solid eight. Mm-hmm. I don't like to give you were, stuff you started out of that. Yeah. Because anything can be improved, it's just, it has to be done right to improve it. Because if you try to make an improvement on something, you might end up making it worse. You never know. I don't know. That's just my thing. But moving on to Last of Us Part 2. It got an so, update. Yeah. A uh, couple of new uh, difficulties. So there's permadeath, which sounds absolutely horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, can you see yourself ever going through and playing Last of Us 2? On permadeath? Because I can't. If I ever feel like I want to try something challenging, then maybe. I would definitely have to do a lot more sneaking around than probably what I did. And I might do it on New Game Plus. I might do it on New Game Plus. I don't know. I don't know. What about what about grounded? So grounded is uh for people who don't know, it's like uh survivor but like resources are super scarce. Mm-hmm. So when you say survivor, what do you mean like survival? Like order? very very difficult. Like the survivor mm-hmm. difficulty. Okay. But resources are like super hard to find. I don't I don't yeah. see myself going back and playing either of those. Uh but I guess uh there are masochists out there that like to torture themselves. So or people who want to make videos for the internet. Yeah. I'm just glad that they didn't add it uh on uh at launch and then add it as like a trophy. Because like there are games like uh like I think it's, I think it's DMC, uh, Devil May Cry, but you you have to play through the whole game without dying to get that trophy, and that trophy counts towards the platinum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't that. do it because if you want to get technical, I have one hundred percent of Spider Man twice, and here's how. So I one hundred percent of it before they came out with the city that never sleeps stuff 
And then, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, in like the last one for City That Never Sleeps, they added two new trophies, which was the trophy for New Game Plus and the trophy for playing it on the hardest difficulty. I think it was Ultimate. So I already had the Platinum for 100%ing it and stuff. I don't know if that counts towards the Platinum. It doesn't. It, it counts as a DLC trophy. All right. So it doesn't, but... The, New Game Plus stuff, at least. Yeah. It still messed with the little percentage bar when I went to look yeah. at it, and that bugged me a bit. So, yeah. I'm going to get technical. I've 100%ed Spider-Man twice. So, All right. Nice. played through that game three times, I think. God. I've only played it through it once. Yeah, because that's so, all that you need to for the platinum. Not that I didn't yeah. enjoy it, but I'm trying to remember why I played through it a second time before I did New Game Plus. I don't know. Probably why because you just like really like the game. That because that was like the whole reason that you bought your PlayStation, wasn't it? No, so with PlayStation, what it was, I the main thing I was going to get it for was for exclusives because I already had an Xbox for a few years, so I had what I would have wanted on Xbox already. But I'm like, if I'm going to get a PlayStation, I need to have however many exclusives before that I want to get before I buy it, mm-hmm. and then. Spider-Man came out, and that was what really pushed me over the edge, just because I thought it looked amazing, and it was. And I managed to get the Spider-Man PS4, so the red one with a white spider logo on it. Okay, so segueing from uh, from the Last of Us 2 update, Ghost of Tsushima is getting an update, too. Which we didn't talk about this in our uh, when we were going over the show. Yeah, I know. I was I, I was trying to figure a way to wrap it back around. Um, we weren't talking about this uh, whenever we were going over what we were going to talk about in the show. But I remember that whenever we were talking about the Last of Us update. So yeah. Ghost of Tsushima uh, is getting a co-op mode, an online co-op mode. That will come as a free download for Ghost of Tsushima owners on PS4 later this year. And it, it has it to do says, with Japanese mythology, which I'm excited for because I like to learn about different mythologies and stuff. It says, uh, this is from the PlayStation blog. It says, Legends is an entirely new experience. It's a separate mode that doesn't follow Jin or the companions from his journey, but instead focuses on four warriors who have been built up as legends and stories told by the people of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima's single-player campaign focuses on an open world and exploring the natural beauty of the island, but Legends is haunting and fantastical, with locations and enemies inspired by Japanese folktales and mythology and an emphasis on cooperative combat and action so do you have to have four um, people to play it or can you play it with two because if you have to have four people we need more friends hunter says you'll be able to partner up with friends or via online matchmaking and play legends in groups of two to four players cool we don't have to be social each player can choose from one of four different character classes the samurai hunter ronin or assassin 
Ooh. You know which one you're going to go with? Which one are you going with? I might go with Assassin, just because I like to be a little sneaky boy. That's what I figured you would go with. I'm honestly probably going with either Samurai or Hunter. I'd have to see more of Hunter. but If you go with Hunter, you can be a Hunter named Hunter. I know. That was the main reason. But uh, it'll probably be Samurai. Or you might so, be drilling. Yeah. I don't know. Is a samurai without a master? So, when we see, uh, when we see more like gameplay from each class, that's whenever I'll make my decision. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's cool. I, I'm excited for that. Definitely it's got me excited. So, so we'll both. <laughs> the question that I asked earlier, will you go back and play it? Uh, I have a feeling we both will. Maybe not the main campaign just yet, but definitely right. online. And then oh, yeah. I can kick your boat, and you will know that I'm better than you. It's co op. <laughs> uh, friendly fire. Are you going to kick my butt at co op? We're on <laughs> the same team. Fire? Is there friendly fire? I don't know. I mean, well, there. I don't know. Probably not. I want there to be a dueling mode. I just want to see who's better. You know what would be cool if they added like a standoff mode, but to the multiplayer. Okay, don't get me started on standoff because at the beginning, and for the first two acts, I was good at it and I did great. Then Act Three came around. And I don't know what happened, but then I started doing terrible at standoffs, so I avoided them all together. I love standoffs because it's so cool, like riding through the woods on your horse, and then you spot a couple of Mongols, and you just hop off, and then you're like, hey, come come take a piece. And then you chop up their guy to bits, and then go into the next dude, and just like two slashes. I love the, the, the standoffs. Oh, I just remembered something too. The ghost stance, which is randomly unlocked in Act Three. Mm-hmm. I have questions about that. Like, I get it's a video game and stuff, but what's really stopping him from just doing the ghost stance without having to kill seven or five people if you have the ghost armor upgraded? Before you can use it, what's really stopping him? Hmm. Well, I'm going to say that it's because it's a video game and you need uh, you need to unlock the skills before you can use them. Yeah, but when you beat the game, didn't you have only three of the stances unlocked out of the four? I think I had them all. Oh. I remember you got the and then you only had three of them unlocked. I think I had them all. I will say this. The stances were great. I loved them. That was a great thing. It was a fun way, in my opinion, to counteract the different enemies. Yeah. We talked about Ghost of Tsushima a lot. Right. Um... So let's go on to the news. So 
the DC fandom is a uh, event is upcoming. It's it's not happened yet. Right. Um that's this weekend. Oh my gosh, that's this weekend. Um so it's upcoming, but that doesn't mean that we don't already have some news or uh, teasers. Um so a teaser website for uh Batman Gotham Knights has been launched by Warner Brothers. Um I found out about this like five minutes before we started recording. That surprised me because you're like the the Batman guy. At least in my head. <laughs> being the Batman guy in Tales, Hunter. <laughs> I don't know. You're the you're the the only reason that I played uh that I played the Arkham series when I did because I wasn't like super into video games when I played it. But the only reason that I played it when I did was because. You were like, hey, I have two copies of Arkham Origins. You want the other one? I was like, sure. Do you remember that? Oh, I think. I vaguely. That was in like fifth grade. I forgot all about that. No, I remember. I remember you. uh, uh, What happened? I I remember I worked. uh, We at our school, we had like safety patrol. um, And the safety patrol would come in like half an hour early and and watch the halls and make sure people weren't acting stupid um it was completely arbitrary but it it gave us a sense of power um so there was like a little safety patrol in the cafeteria with everyone right they were being allowed in the mornings right so there was like a there was like a safety patrol um (laughs) <laughs> headquarters i guess you could call it it was a broom where, closet with a box yeah. and a belt yeah so you put on the the safety belt or the safety patrol belt um but thing. i remember i was taking off my belt right before class and you came in there and we made the we made the trade-off you you handed me the game and i, I stuck it in my backpack that was because I, I, for some reason, like I had it in my head that we weren't supposed to be trading video games at school <laughs> for some reason. Like I thought that bringing video games to school was like a big no, no. So I thought I was going to get in trouble, but mm-hmm. that's why I wanted it to be so secretive. I vaguely remember that. I don't think most of our teachers in grade school would have cared I don't Maybe. think any of them would have. It's not like I had my Xbox 360 with me and I could just pull it out and start playing it. Yeah, they're not like those guys from like last year or two years ago who brought a PlayStation and a little flat screen TV in their backpack and then hooked it up in the bathroom and started playing it during lunch. Uh, I remember, I'm not going to name names because this is a public podcast, but I remember uh, last year in... Gosh, what was it? It was, I think it was math class. Yeah, it was math class. Um, like towards the end of the year, she was just showing movies. Uh, mm-hmm. because that we were we were like getting out early all the time because our school didn't have AC. <laughs> so she was just showing movies. Um, he, he, he said that he had like a an assignment in another class to to make something. Uh, to make like a, a, a farm in it, Minecraft or something 
like one of the agriculture classes or something. I don't remember, but he he brought it in, um, hooked it up in the back of the math class. He had like a, a TV with him, like a tiny flat 30-inch flat screen. He hooks it up in the back of the class uh, with his Xbox. He shows us his Minecraft farm. And then um, he, he puts in GTA and just starts driving around. Th- those were good times. Whenever we, we were actually in school. We reminisced enough. We got to get back to the yeah. topic. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited for this Batman game, obviously. But, um, you know, we haven't seen a whole lot about it, of it. Uh, there are some rumors um, that says it'll feature a nemesis system, multiple factions, and connections to other game. So, I have a lot of questions when it says factions. So, will we be able to make our own character and do well, that kind of stuff? Will it be online with the different factions and stuff? What are the factions? I'm the spokesperson for Batman, and I say yes to everything. All right. Well, you mentioned owls, and then the only thing I could think of with owls having to do was the court of owls and how yes. they were going to be the big bad in the. And that got me thinking: could you would the Court of Owls be a faction that you could join? What would the other factions be? What about the League of Assassins? Would that be a faction? Or the actual Gotham Knights? Or just anything like that? Could you? Would the Bat Family be a faction? I have questions. I would assume. Or could that you just the Bat be Family would be average Joe police officer in Gotham City? This game sounds super interesting to me because we, just from the rumors, like we don't even know, we we know the title of it, of like officially, there are some rumors, but we know the title of it, and that's that's all that that's confirmed. So I don't think we can do too much speculating on it. No, we can't. But it will be announced at the the fandom event. So, and didn't you say there was a Suicide Squad game? Yes, actually, Josh, there is. Um, and it's going to be shown off at the Suicide Squad panel, uh, three p.m. on Sunday. Um, so the they they tweeted out. I think Rocksteady. It, I think they might have made an account on Twitter just for it, just for the game. I mean, I might be wrong, but they tweeted out like a a cool little teaser for the game, and I'm actually pulling that up and dropping it in the Discord right now, just so you can see what it looks like. So it is made it's by because there's other people in the Discord, and they're going to be confused. We've got a a, a separate chat for oh. just the podcast but I'll, I'll send it Ooh. through snapchat um so it is made by rocksteady the the developers of the arkham series and suicide squad is like one of the coolest um super hero villain whatever teams mm-hmm. um and in the teaser that i just sent to you oh i've seen this poster i didn't know what it was for because I think the rock study bit was cropped out, but I have seen this before. I just didn't know what it was. Right. That's incredible. I'm excited. 
so it's got like a little a little crosshair type logo deal on Superman. And the game is titled Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Um which which is definitely very interesting. How many members <laughs> because, are in the Justice League? Like what Justice League are we talking about here? The one where it only has like seven founders or like So big. it says it says that it's uh the implication makes it this is from Screen Rant. The implication makes it sound like the game will follow the events of the six issue limited series Justice League versus Suicide Squad, but this is yet to be confirmed. Um Superman will definitely be part of the game. Um, so there are, uh, the Suicide Squad comics released by DC in 2017 are not confirmed to be the source material, but similar titles suggest they can, they might contain valuable insight as to what fans can expect. Uh, so Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash, all those are, uh, are, uh, associated with that Suicide Squad series. Um, there are a few rumors bouncing around, uh, Reddit, <laughs> So to take these with a grain of salt, but I'm going to I'm going to list them off. It says it's a co-op game with RPG elements. The main goal is either assassinate or capture the seven members of the Justice League who are comparable to raid bosses in strength. Superman, Wonder Woman and the Flash cannot be killed, only captured. Justice League is made up of Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, Red Robin and Cyborg. No Batman because Warner Brothers doesn't want their Golden Goose shown off as a punching bag. Martian Manhunter will be added in a future update. Playable characters in the Suicide Squad include Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Cheetah, Bane, Poison Ivy, Scarecrow, and Gorilla Grodd. Red Hood will also be added, but as a PlayStation exclusive character. That last Red one sounds so, sort of like yeah. a joke. Yeah, Red Robin me. would be interesting, though, because... Do you know who Red Robin is or no? Be yes. Okay, yes, so you because you've explained better. it to me before. I've explained everything about the Robins to you before because I remember you're like, so what's the difference between all the Robins? And then we had like a 10 minute conversation about it. Well, oh, it was longer than, it was longer than 10 minutes. Okay, 20. Yeah, Red Robins, Tim Drake, for those of you who don't know, the third Robin, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And that would be interesting to see, but I don't know. Like you said, Reddit, grain of salt. I'm not believing. So the last, the last rumor seems almost like a joke uh, about Red Hood being added as a PlayStation exclusive character because uh, for those of you that don't know, Avengers announced that uh, Spider-Man's added as is being added to the game as a PlayStation exclusive character, and that got a ton of backlash. Um, so would. As as it should, like I'm a PlayStation yeah, guy, a beloved and character amongst many fans, and not all of them are PlayStation people, right? But I think I think that that was just sort of uh, I don't I don't even know what to think of that. Um, but that that just leads me to believe that that last rumor was was a joke. But I, I mean, who knows? It could be true. Thing. And thinking about it now, it probably it might have been a better move if they made him like a DLC character available on all platforms, where you just have to pay. I definitely would. You can't lock content from the game, especially a character as big as Spider Man. 
from being accessible to like other platforms. Like I remember I got when I got uh the Sonic Racing game for PS3, um it had I think Wreck It Ralph and Danica Patrick as PS3 exclusives. So I like nobody's nobody's freaking out over Wreck It Ralph, you know? Yeah. But whenever it's a character that's as well, I mean, who would you who would you say Marvel's most well known character is? Because I'd say it's Spider Man. Oh, um, there's a bunch of contenders now, especially with how big the MCU is. There's Spider Man, Iron Man, Captain America. But I think Spider Man's always been the big one. Mm-hmm. Definitely, in my opinion, you can't just lock that away on PlayStation. And like I said, it doesn't affect me negatively in any way at all, because if I, like, I'm going to play the game at some point, uh, I'm probably going to wait till it goes on sale, or at least wait till reviews come out. Um, But, you know, I, if I, when, when I do end up getting it, I'll get it for PlayStation, so I'll be able to play Spider-Man. But it's still, I don't know, it doesn't seem right to me to lock it up. It's not right. It seems like it's just fueling the console wars even more. Which console wars are so freaking stupid. I know. Like play whatever you want. <laughs> nobody literally nobody cares except for like the people um that you're giving your money to. Mm-hmm. As far as consoles go, this is kind of how it's always been in my head. I don't really have a preference for well, I have a preference, but I don't really care but this is how it's been in my head pretty much for a while nintendo's like the family console they've got things like legend of zelda mario mario party those kind of things xbox yeah. is more of the competitive platform for consoles and then well, hold on hold on hold on let me let me just let me just say that uh i don't see nintendo as like a family console i i, I know that they're there's that association with them. They're big marketing I see them, items are... I see them as more for, like, casual gamers, right? Because they have they rely more on, like... I don't want to say gimmicks, but that's what they are. Like, the Wii was motion controls. Switch yeah. is the portability. Where, like, you're... A casual gamer isn't going to care as much to... That they're losing out on, like, their... The frame rate's lower, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the resolution isn't as high as Xbox, but they're they're not buying the Switch for for that. No. So yeah, sorry I interrupted you. Continue. That's no, fine. And then PlayStation is more of the the exclusive games, more like big single player games, like. The new God of War, that was big, and it's single-player. Uh, Spider-Man, Uncharted, those kind of things. Right. So I see it as, like, PlayStation is quality. Like, and Xbox mm-hmm. is more, I don't, they're, they're probably more quantity, because I don't know if you've looked at, like, Game Pass recently. There's a ton of games on there, very few that I would be interested in playing. But, like, you know, there are a lot of indie titles that I've never heard of, but I'm sure I would love. Oh, indie games are great to look at. 
Right. So, I mean, they have what, and I think that they're trying to to uh, release more first party uh, exclusives because you know they've they've showed off they've shown off uh, a new fable, um, some new IPs. They've they've been acquiring a crap ton of studios. So, but other than that, they have. Uh, Halo and Gears of War. Yeah. So they aren't and Forza really, for Xbox and Forza. Into, well, but big into racing stuff. But I'm not. I don't. I don't count that because uh, PlayStation has Gran Turismo, so mm-hmm. it kind of evens it out. I guess it just depends on preference. Yeah. Um. And then, I, like I've already said, what I think about Nintendo. But yeah, PlayStation seems to be pumping out quality game after quality game. What were we talking about before we got onto this? <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, oh, we've yeah. got the natural flow. Mm-hmm. And then... So, uh... Uh, next Call of Duty game's coming out eventually. We've got a title now that we've known about for like months, but it's been confirmed to be uh, Black Ops Cold War. So it's obviously set uh, in like the 20th century during the uh, World War II. <laughs> After. As, as indicated, no, during World War II, as indicated by the title. I, was a dumb, I did. That was a dumb joke. It's uh, set in the Cold War. <laughs> I um, got really confused. I thought you didn't know what a Cold War was for a minute. So they posted an unlisted trailer that's short of gameplay but shows real video footage from the Cold War era of history, all the while using a voiceover from KGB defector Yuri Bezmanov. As he explains the tools of fighting a cold war. Um, and then it ends with a title reveal. It's being developed by both Treyarch and Raven Software. Um, like I said, we've known about the title. We, we probably talked about it on a past podcast, but now it's confirmed. I, I think Call of Duty <laughs> games are, are, are always like leaked in advance, or at least... Mm-hmm. The past few years, because I remember reading about uh, Modern Warfare last year, and I was like, I, I thought there's no way that leaks real, but uh, it was. It was. Um. So there's not much to talk about there. Uh, here's a biggie. Uh, Halo Infinite was delayed to next year. What's the um, specific date again? Or is it just next year? It's sometime in 2021. Mm. I it, I don't think they gave a date. I think they might have given a... Month, like a, maybe? A part of the season. year. Like, yeah, season. But uh, I can't find their official statement right now. Um... So apparently it's it's because of like they've been outsourcing 
uh, from like 30 different studios. That can't be right. Where did I read that? That's probably not right. But I read that a minute ago. I might have just skimmed over something. It's delayed. That's yeah, and there it's it's due to many different companies contributing to Infinite. That's what uh, they've been saying. I I don't know where I got thirty from. I probably just read between the lines and forgot or left something out. But it's delayed, um, and I think that that's going to be a, a huge put a huge damper on uh, the Series X launch. Mm-hmm. Because why would anyone that's uh, a PlayStation loyalist convert to Xbox now? Like, Halo is the only drawing factor other than, you know, your friends play on Xbox or whatever. Because, I mean, they don't have any... And even Halo Infinite, like, it's going to be on Xbox One and PC. So there's really... I don't know. I'm not buying a Series X at launch, at least. I think I my my brother might be. So he'll, I'll probably play his, but I I don't know, man. Right. Just have to wait and see. Uh, That's all there is to it. Yeah. All right. So. Then I think that's the last of the news. I think we covered Fall everything. Fall Guys minigame. We yeah. mentioned it, but never talked about the games. Right. So the last topic is uh, Fall Guys. I guess we can give our general thoughts on it. I think uh, it's fun. Very fun until you lose a game and then almost break your controller. Or you get on a slime climb and people are getting in your way because they oh don't my God, know how to time anything. They're just okay. So I I I never rage at games. I think that it's sort of I don't want to say cringy because it's sort of cringe to use the word cringe, but it is sort of cringy to rage because uh, like when. When I'm when I'm talking to someone and they they just freak out like I'm like, dude, chill. It's a it's a video game, but Fall Guys. I have never been madder at a video game in my life that I can think of. Because you get so freaking close, and then some idiot does something, and then it just We're screws just up your whole game, and you're eliminated. Slime climb is the worst of it. And team games. Team games drive me absolutely insane because you're always stuck with idiots. And Seesaw, too. Okay, let's let's just go through the list and, and talk Seesaw. about our thoughts. So this is ranked uh, from worst to best on IGN. Um, perfect match is... It says it's the worst minigame in Fall Guys for a number of reasons. It's too easy. Fails at actually eliminating players, leading to chaotic final rounds where there are too many participants, and more importantly, it's just not fun. I have perfect match. I have two, but probably not as many as uh, as a different minigame would. You know? Because it is pretty easy. Um, and people but, try to shove you off the platform sometimes. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Middle. 
Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't like it. It's not hard. It just requires thinking. Or if you're me, if that just makes sense. saying rows of that, that's what I do too. But I gotta again. then I gotta stop what I'm doing and like focus and concentrate. You know, I I don't care much for it. I don't agree with placing it at the very bottom of the list. But it's not fun. <laughs> Team tail tag. Uh, any team game sort of sucks because you have to rely on everyone else. Depends on the team, basically. Right. Um, the, it says that the tail grab mechanic is super finicky. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I've had um, people grab my tail from, like, when they were behind, like, way behind me, and they shouldn't have been able to grab it, but it's whatever. And your teammates can take your tail, which I've had that happen to me multiple times before, so I not only have to watch out for other players who are on a different team, but I also have to watch out for my teammates. Mm-hmm. Right. So free for all tail tag is the next one on the list. I don't know that I agree with that. It should be a little bit higher because that's, that's the only uh, finale game that I've won. Yeah. Same here. So, you know, it is, it is sort of almost luck based if you win it. Not necessarily because you could try to cut the person off, which can happen and you can my entire strategy for that is to kind of just wait around for the first two thirds of it because if you get the tail at the beginning or anything that makes you the target and you have to avoid everyone right that's just yeah it's pretty easy to run away from people though i think Unless you fall trying to jump off and then face plant and people will still tell them. Right. It all depends. So then uh, rollout is the next one on the list. Oh, yeah. That's the team one where you roll the ball down. No. the obstacles. And, no. Oh, what? No. That's rollout. It's this spinny one where you got to jump from platform to platform and like there are things trying to knock you off and it's rolling oh, around. Oh, yeah. It is. It is a pretty boring one. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you do have to be careful because people are jerks and they try and push you off. Oh yeah, is that the one where it has the ramp with the jump? And the first time you played it, I'm like Hunter at the top of this ramp, there's a jump. No, you're gonna have to. Ju- oh, no, it's the one you said that you always, you never time your jumps right, and that's why you get eliminated. Like the first time that we played this. It's like where they're one part of the one partition is spinning one way, the other partition is spinning the other way, and they're like walls on each one. And you got to jump from uh, place to place so you don't get knocked off or like fall into a pit. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just looked it up. Yeah. If I really tried, I could stay in. It's just that uh, like, I can make that jump, and then I don't make the jump. <laughs> yeah I yeah, make the jump most of the is. time let me say that I make the jump most of the time 
it's just I have done it multiple times before in that specific game, and I'm like, I can do it again. And then I don't do it again, and then I realize that I'm bad. But it's so fun. the next the next mini game is block party. Yeah, this one should be at the bottom. It's freaking horrible because it's super easy. Like it takes for like I don't think I've ever been in a game of block party where everyone's been eliminated that needs to be eliminated. It just finishes. I've seen one or two people get eliminated in block party before. Yeah, but not like the max uh, for the for the round to end. It's too yeah, easy. I've never seen the, well, Hunter, people the max are... for the round to end is everyone but you. Is it? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I'm looking at the screenshot that does look right. Well, it's still it's still boring because it's easy. It should be at the bottom. Uh, rock and roll is the one that that's the next on the list. That's the one where you push it down the hill. Oh yeah. I don't rock I don't roll. hate that one. Neither do I. But you it's just annoying be, when people get in get front it. of you. Yeah. That's why you have to get your ball onto the ramp as fast as possible. And then because one or two people can just push your ball into the corner. Well, the other two teams just get their stuff into the goal and you're eliminated. Mm-hmm. DoorDash is the next. DoorDash should go like towards the top of the list, if you ask me. Because it's Doordash. I just like it. It's, it's fun. DoorDash is purely luck based if you're in the front. Right. So stay towards and, the middle. Yeah. Because if you're at the back, then you're almost guaranteed to get eliminated. Because the people in the middle are going to follow the people in the front. So if you're at Mm -hmm. the back, you're almost guaranteed to get eliminated. So the next one is Royal Fumble, which is a tail tag game. That looks like the final round. So I don't know what the free-for-all was. The free-for-all must just be... Uh, like the team one where multiple people have tails, but it's not a team game. Oh, I don't know that yeah. I've even played that one. <laughs> huh. I have a picture of all the... Oh, yeah, I see. I think I played it once. Regular tail tag. Mm-hmm. But it's the same concept, basically. So, right. Except more uh, tails. Next one is Tiptoe. Which is the, the the disappearing platforms one, and basically just guessing, which is why you Pretty want to try easy. to stick to the middle of the path. Because once the path gets going, there are going to be people who just crowd around on the closest block to the edge, and then wait for someone to be brave enough to take a guess. Which is why you want to try to stay towards the middle. Because if you get yeah, or not in the middle, uh, stay back a little bit. Because if you get right in there with the group, you're going to get pushed off. Right. Um. Yeah, I uh, I don't mind that one. It's pretty easy. Same. Uh, Jinxed is the next one. Um, but yeah, that one's pretty boring. Just because uh, you basically it's pretty. Every time I've played it, I've just ran around and not gotten tagged to like the last ten seconds. It's basically tag with teams. 
Right. That's um, all there is to it, really. I know your opinions on this one, fruit shoot. Mm. Fruit shoot, I don't like. Yeah, I know, because I watched you. I had gotten eliminated, and I was spectating you, and you did horrible at fruit shoot. No offense, but it was, like, pitiful. Oh, I know I'm bad at fruit shoot. Listen, I, I was playing earlier today. And I did not get hit by a single fruit. I was the first to finish, and I was so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to rub it in your face, but I figured that would be mean. Uh, I'm proud of you, Hunter. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Jump Club is one that I haven't gotten a whole lot, uh, but it's like the wipeout uh, spinny, I've played it quite a few jumpy times. thingy. Yeah, I, I don't get that one a lot for some reason. I just kind of but stay in it's place pretty, and jump it's over. Easy. I just kind of stay in place and jump over it. Mm-hmm. It's it's easy. Then there's hoarders, which is freaking stupid. Which is uh, where Don't. you keep your ball in the in your in your area. Yeah, that's when your your team matters chaos. Because if yeah. everyone on your team is trying to do something different, then right. you're gonna lose. Seesaw. I don't hate Seesaw. I'm pretty good at Seesaw. Seesaw is fun. If you're at yeah. the front, it's a breeze. If you're at the back, you got to think about it a bit more and time everything. Right. I think Seesaw. If tilted too much, then when you jump on it, even if you jump on it at the top, if it's tilted too much, you're just going to slide off the edge. Right. I think Seesaw was the first uh, minigame that I ever finished first in. I think. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong about that, but... Really gig is the first one I ever finished first in. And I know this because I was looking yeah. at the the trophy list for it. And one of the two of the trophies are to finish first in a race mini game and to finish first in a race mini game after doing an emote. So do an emote and then cross the finish line to get first place. Mm-hmm. Dizzy Heights. That one's fun. I like Dizzy Heights. Yeah. That's just, the one that has the ramp. And I remember the first yeah. time we played it, it has this ramp at the top before you jump onto the bigger spinning platforms where balls start to roll down. It has a platform, and you have to jump to get onto the spinning. It's a ramp, and it has a jump, and you have to jump to get onto the spinning platforms. I remember mm-hmm. telling you, Hunter, there is a jump at the top of this ramp. If you don't jump, you're going <laughs> to fall, and you're going to die and have to respawn. You don't get a limit. Right. You just respawn. It's not bad. I said, yeah, you die and you respawn. So I said, yeah, it's not bad. No, I mean, it can be bad. Sometimes it might cost you qualifying. But anyways, I remember telling you that you're like, all right, I'll jump at the top of this ramp. You get to the top of the ramp and you forget to jump. You're like, I forgot to jump. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't forgotten to jump since. I think we were playing with Marshall, our, our friend Marshall, and he, uh, I think I was the one that told him to jump at the top of the ramp, and he did and it. He so. didn't. It no, I thought he did. Stick. I thought he did jump. You just said he didn't. No, he he oh. did it. Well, he can follow instructions. Do you not remember? I vaguely remember. <laughs> Moving on, I don't what's really the next one on the either. list? Hoopsie Daisy. 
it's stupid because I've almost lost every single time because my teammates are idiots. Hoopsie Daisy, I'm looking for. Oh, that's the uh, that's the hoopy thing. Yeah, I know them by their pictures more than I know them by their. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at pictures too. That's what I'm doing. I pulled up a. I just found a photo on Google that has them all classified into different categories with the picture and name. So I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. I've done decent at Hoopsie Daisy almost every time I played it. I hate it because I always get stuck with a stupid team. Mm. Uh, what about Gate Crash? Gate Crash is pretty easy. Gate Crash is fun. I like Gate Crash. You I basically don't, I don't just always like go it, for the but... one that's closed. Yeah, pretty much. Except for maybe towards the end, you just got to be more careful because the timing's different. Yeah, but still, just kind of go for the one that's closed or is closing. What the heck is... Oh, Fall Mountain is... is, uh, Have you had Fall Mountain? Yeah. I have not. I think. Yeah, I've had Fall Mountain. It's a finale game, so what it is is... Yeah, you gotta race to the top. Got into the finale. get the crown. Yeah, you have to actually grab the crown. You don't just jump into it or just walk underneath yeah. it. You have to jump and grab it, which makes it a bit more interesting. More difficult, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, I think I've seen gameplay for it, but uh, I've never played it. I'm still waiting I guess I just for don't make to it to the stage. finale very much. <laughs> I'm still waiting for SlimeCon to show up because you said this list is going from worst to best. Yeah. We're getting close to the best, and Slime Climb hasn't been said yet. And uh, I think the person who made this list might be a bit... Might not know how people are in. I don't know. I have my own opinion on Slime Climb. Moving on. Fall Ball. That's Fall a ball. One. Okay. It's interesting. I don't like it. It kind of depends on the team. It's, it's chaos, and it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Because my team's dumb. It's never my fault. And got the football to spawn instead of the soccer ball. I'm like, okay, my main priority is this football. Because it's different. So (laughs) it's got to be worth more points. But I think it's just worth one point for some reason. And I'm like, well, what's the point of the football then? Just go for the soccer ball. It's easier. Um, What about X Scramble? I that is my least favorite team game. I don't I actually kinda like that one. I've have experiences sort of that game in a bad team. It's fun, but bad team makes yeah. it terrible. Cause most of the team will be out in other people's baskets trying to get eggs and leave like you only you there to protect it against three or four people from other teams trying to steal your eggs, and then it just gets harder. Yeah. Uh, hit parade. Hit parade, you said? Yeah. Hit that parade. one's... I, I like it. I just don't like the fan thingies because people are stupid and don't understand that it can't go two ways at once. Just kind of go where the bigger crowd is going. Yeah. Because a bigger crowd will have more force in it. I just try and like weave my way through uh, two people. Like, 
if there's a if there's like two fans side by side, mm-hmm. I can normally squeeze my way through. Uh, yeah, that's my thing. If I get in one yeah. where it's like, sl- or there's other people on the other, or there's people on the other side, if there is a small opening, I just go for that and leave the other person. But- yeah. Um, wheelie gig is super fun. I love the wheelie. I mean, wheelie gig. Wheelie gig. Whirly gig. Yes. <laughs> wheelie gig might be my favorite race game. Whirly gig is really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I got this. It, it's definitely my favorite race. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this list is trash. <laughs> okay, I agree. Whirly gig should be at the top. <laughs> Slime climb is number two. No, no, no. Slime climb needs to be at the bottom where it belongs. Slime climb. Okay, but they make a good point. Two. Listen, they make a good point. You you don't have to beat any of the competitors. You just have to beat it without falling in the lava. So it's skill based, not luck. Oh no, Hunter! It is Which not is purely a good skill point. based. It is not purely skill based. When everyone else is just blocking the path and throwing you in, I've gotten That's to true. the point where they're you know how it's the at the foam very logs top or whatever the foam logs. Yeah. And there's like room for one at a time, so it's kind of just like I have had people stand on the foam logs and just grab people and toss them off. And it is not purely skill based. I'm. You can tell I hate this one with a passion. Anyways, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like it either. I, I think that there is a a pretty good point to be made uh, as far as like skill based, but you know, like you said, the people are. Are wild in this game. You can't control them. Yeah. Um, but it there is it it is hard enough to where like a good amount of people are eliminated. Mm-hmm. So if you make it through, I guess it's good. Then if number you make it one, that, the next one is the finale, almost guaranteed. I'm just saying that. But number one, what is number one? Hexagon. All right. The best way I can think of to describe Hexagon is basically uh, Minecraft TNT run, if you know what that is. Yeah. So it's basically that. Hexagon is fun. I'm just not good at it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could get good at it. <laughs> like it, if I played it more. It but... depends. Being the highest up on the platforms is kind of like a double-edged sword. Because you're the highest up, you're the farthest from falling in. But the longer you stay the highest up, the more the platforms below you disappear. Right. I've had this happen before. I've been the highest up, and then people tend to make middle disappear first. I've been the highest up before by a few platforms, and then just fall straight down into the lava slime, whatever you want to call it, from the middle, because there were already people on the bottom platform. And they'd already right. gotten rid of the middle. So it's just falling through. It's a double-edged sword, but it's fun. Definitely. Yeah. I, I'd i like to get a win with a Hexagon, but... I've gotten stuff happen. <laughs> I've, I've came times. very close to winning with it, but... Mm-hmm. I've gotten stuff well, two or three times. That's our uh, that's that's our Fall Guys discussion, and 
I think that that about wraps up the show. How long have we been going for? We've been going for about an hour. Uh, hour sixteen. So we made we made pretty good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is eleven o'clock. Yeah. I thought I we started. We at 10. start. We start at like nine thirty. I thought we started at ten. Yeah, but we we got up. We we got ready to start at like nine thirty. Oh yeah. It was closer to ten when we actually did start, but okay. Well, that's a show for uh, for for this. I don't know. Time. Couple of weeks. Two and a half. Where, two to two and a half weeks is when we'll shoot for another our last one. Was. Yeah. We said yeah. we'd shoot for two and a half weeks, but it's really been like three, maybe three and a half weeks. Yeah. But let's just yeah, go to shoot uh, for two to two and a half weeks. Yeah, we should have a decent amount of, of news to go over because uh, or Call of Duty. We're a bunch of stuff with the DC fandom. Right. Happens and we could talk about that. Because we know there's yeah. the Suicide I, I doubt. Squad and Arkham Knights. They might say something. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights, my mistake. Don't so think it's an Arkham the, game because you're setting yourself up for disappointment there. Yeah, you said it was from... You said Rocksteady earlier. And I don't think... Is Rocksteady developing that? I don't I don't know. You said it was I know earlier. they're developing... They're developing the Suicide Squad game. I know, and... That's what got me thinking, because Suicide Squad is being developed by Rocksteady, then I started thinking about art from Rocksteady. Right. But anyways. You know, we'll be back Suicide at Squad, some point. Two and a half weeks is what we're going to shoot for, like last time. It, not, not, not two and a half years, like, uh, like the gap between in between one, one and... Episode two. Actually, technically, episode three. There's a lost episode. Oh, yeah, that's the probably, lost episode. <laughs> I probably have it somewhere. I, <laughs> I want to upload got, it. Dude, yeah. The audio got messed up on that, so we just because I was stupid it. enough. So, so the way that I record these is I've got Audacity running, and it's recording my desktop audio. I've got he's on Discord, and I'm on Discord through my phone, and uh, it's just recording the audio. And then my my laptop's on Discord, listening in on us talking, so it's recording from that but what i did uh when when i messed up the audio for that last one is we were also streaming on twitch and i left the twitch live stream open i didn't know we were streaming volume up and there was a there's a delay on twitch obviously so (laughs) there was there was us actually talking and then like a delayed feed from twitch of us talking like overlapping each other it was awful i had to scrap the whole thing it's probably still saved on my old laptop i could probably find it but we haven't streamed on twitch since so um anyways that's uh that's 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 it for this episode we'll be back at at some point within the next two to three weeks thank you for listening